With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Nothing says home more than family and friends around the table, especially when the food is from Fairway. High-quality, hand-cut meats, fresh produce, and affordable pricing. Be sure you're ready for family by stocking up on everything from the best possible source. Refreshingly Fairway. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs along with Rob Howe after Iowa Falls 89-86 to Penn State at the Palestra in Philadelphia. The Hawkeyes fall to 1-2 and two in the Big Ten, 10-4 and four in, uh, on, on the season. And Rob, a fun game, a, a very fun game. I guess before we get to the, the bad ending, we should talk about the atmosphere and kind of the back and forth, the entertainment value of that game. Yeah, it was fun. It was, uh, other than the outcome, if you're an Iowa fan, it was, uh, as you said, very entertaining. Uh, 89 to 86, you had points. Uh, what was it? I've got the official st- uh, stats here. 24 lead changes and 10 ties, Andrew. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it, it, j- just uh, you know, a fun game between and, and a Penn State program that you know, looks – Looks a lot different than it has in in years past. Uh, certainly looks like they they are the twenty first ranked team in the country. Iowa came in ranked twenty third. Uh, have to think they'll likely fall out of the the AP top twenty five come Monday. Maybe maybe sneak in depending on what happens uh, around them. But um, yeah, the, I guess the the thing I saw on Twitter maybe outside of Iowa fans that shocked me the most was people were just surprised at how entertaining these two teams were. You know, it's, it's not two basketball brands you expect kind of high powered games from. No. And one thing to keep in mind, uh, keep in mind, Andrew is college basketball. There's so much attrition in terms of guys leaving early, the one and dones. These were two teams with a decent amount of experience. And Connor McCaffrey told us that on Thursday when we had the press conference, they know each other they've you know Lamar Stevens Mike Watkins even guys like Miles Dredd and Wheeler those guys were all there last year and then Iowa's got Garza back and Creener and Wieskamp and Connor McCaffrey there are a lot of similar faces and it looked like two teams that knew each other pretty well it really did yeah and uh yeah so Iowa Played very well uh, throughout the game. Uh, they had the, I think Penn State went on a nine and one run late, nine to one run late in the first half. Iowa answered with a nine zero run of their own to take a, 
a, a short-lived lead before Penn State took a one-point lead in the going into halftime. Uh, with about five minutes left in this game, Rob, Iowa had a five-point lead, and in those final five minutes, Penn State was able to outscore Iowa 18-10, to 10, and that, that was the difference in the game. Luca Garza, another huge, huge game for him, but uh, a couple of tough free throws late in the game that, that certainly could have helped the Hawkeyes. Yeah, I, I don't know if you'd agree with this, Andrew, but Iowa looked tired and Penn State did not. Penn State's got a, yes. had a deeper bench. Iowa lost C.J. C. J. Frederick to an ankle injury in that first half. Thought Luca Garza looked tired down the stretch, was having a little bit more time or difficult time posting up. Iowa ha- was having a difficult time getting him the ball. Um, and Penn State did well on defense. Credit Penn State for that. Um you know, and then the free throws. Iowa was 13 of 20 from the foul line, and that doesn't help you. And then the 15 turnovers to Penn State's eight. Those are a couple of uh, statistics that stand out from this one. Yeah, that and then you know, Penn State's bench scoring. You have a, a day where you stop uh, Mike Watkins from really being effective at all, and, and you have Isaiah Brockington go for 23. He leads Penn State in scoring. Uh, Curtis Jones was 16 off the bench. Their, their bench scoring was great. Iowa got some help off the bench with Ryan Creener, but you're exactly right. One, I, and I really think, Rob, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, if this feels like a different game if you have a healthy C.J. Frederick in that second half. I think there's a good chance of that, Andrew. I mean, it's just – and he didn't have a great first half, but he's he's good defensively. Um, he's a starter for a reason, you know, and I think maybe there are fewer turnovers with him on the floor. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Um, you look at points off turnovers, it was 20-7, to 7, and then, as you mentioned, bench points, 46-8. to 8. Whew. 46 to eight. That's just, and Brockington was a big part of that. And he was give give the kid credit. I mean, he's a Philadelphia kid transfer from St. Bonaventure sat out last year and uh, really did a nice job. I thought in that second half of finding holes in Iowa's zone, Iowa played a lot of zone today, which I didn't think was a bad strategy against Penn state, which doesn't shoot the ball particularly well from the outside, but Brockington did a nice job of in that middle foul line area of finding holes in Iowa's defense and either making plays himself or making plays for his teammates. Well, some real bright spots for Iowa today. Uh, obviously, Luca Garza, who at the, I mean, at this point is is the best player in the Big Ten, and he continues to play that way. He had 34 points, 12 rebounds, was dominant for much of the game. Seven to 14 from three point or from fr- the free throw line. That's that's tough, and you got to get better there. But uh, you you can't really fault Luca Garza for anything that that happens to Iowa when he plays the way he's playing right now. No, I think if anything, Andrew, you would want to see a little bit more balanced scoring. I think Wieskamp, Garza, and Toussaint were the only ones to score in the second half. Uh, Wieskamp finished with, uh, also finished with a double-double. He had 23 points and 10 rebounds, so real nice game out of him as well. Uh, Toussaint finished with uh, 18 points, which I believe is a career high. Um, had four assists with three turnovers in 29 minutes. I thought he played pretty well for a freshman on the road in that type of environment. I thought he was pretty good. You want to go to Garza, but late in that game when he was winded and you needed maybe somebody else to make a basket other than Penn State, Penn State did a good job of taking away Garza and Wieskamp late in that game. They weren't going to let those two guys beat them. And I thought Iowa needed somebody else other than Toussaint maybe to step up there, but Again, like you said, not a lot lot of fault here, and, and I tweeted this a, a few minutes ago. 
Uh, Penn State won the game. I didn't think Iowa lost it. It was two really good teams going up against it, and Penn State made the plays at the end. The alley-oop to Watkins I thought was huge. Uh, As you said, he didn't do a lot, but that alley-oop really got the crowd into it. And then Stevens uh, going past Garza for the lay-in late in that game, too. Two big plays. Then Miles Dredd hits six six of six free throws there in the last minute. Uh, And that was enough. So Penn State, give credit to Penn State. It made the plays. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, and, and you know, this is the type of game you miss at Jordan Bohannon, not just for his scoring ability, but for his stability out there on the floor, for his uh, shorthand, and for his automatic nature from the free throw line. You, you, again, this will be something we talk about all season. I think, Rob, it's, it's just human nature. I know he won't be back this year, but uh, to think... There will be several times this year where we'll think uh, uh, what, what would have been if J-Bo had been out there on the floor. We talk about Toussaint, who he... He's going to be a fun player, and and I really think once he controls himself a little bit and once he develops a little more offense, there's a handful of times he gets right under the basket and then kind of doesn't doesn't know what to do with it. Uh, there were a couple of passes to Garza where uh, Garza wasn't even expecting the ball. There were almost too good of passes, but I really think Toussaint is going to develop into a really good player and and have some some speed and some skill with the ball that we haven't seen from an Iowa guard in, in quite a long time. Yeah, I would agree, and I think he'll earn respect, Andrew, as the season goes on and and attract more attention when he's driving to the basket. And when he does that, it will open things up for other guys, uh, whether it be Garza inside or kick out for a Wieskamp three. As as the scouting reports become you know more in depth as they go through the Big Ten season, coaches are so good in this league. They're going to find ways to try to take things away from him and he'll be able to counter that and be able to open things up Uh tough day for, for Bakari Evelyn. He was real good against Cincinnati. He was not good today. They needed a little bit more out of him. Uh, he played 23 minutes, did not score. Um, and it looked like Penn state had him scouted pretty well. They, they backed off of him. Um, and, and were, were, uh, you know they were they were willing to let him shoot from the perimeter. He didn't do that, um, and really, I, I thought his minutes were not as good as they could have been. Yeah, not not a great day from Connor McCaffrey either. You know, one of six from the four. He made a big three early in the game, but um, you know, had four rebounds, four assists. Uh, but you know, just three points. Not not a great game for him. And Pemsel had Pemsel played some good minutes. He he had six rebounds, uh, a steal, but had had a few turnovers and didn't score. So yeah, yeah. I think as you said earlier, you have Garza, Wieskamp, and Toussaint who all scored in double digits. You just need a fourth guy to to kind of step up. Creener had had a good day, but just wasn't in there quite enough. And um, you you, you need it, especially at the end when they kind of figured out how to shut down Garza and Wieskamp. He needed somebody who was able to step up, and I just didn't have that today. And uh, you know, again, not a loss. I'm going to hang my head too much about this. Looks like a good Penn State team. It was on a, a neutral court, and um, you know, it, it's an Iowa team that that's going to go through some some learning struggles, uh, especially early here in the Big Ten season. 
Houston. Yeah, agree. And and really, we'll we'll find out here probably uh, in Fran's post game press conference coming up here in a few minutes. But uh, really, Frederick's health is I, <laughs> I can't stress enough how important this needs to be a minor ankle injury and and was kept out more as precaution for anything else because turn around two days off Andrew and then back on the road at Nebraska with a one and two Big Ten record you really need that game Tuesday in Lincoln yeah you do especially with you know then another quick turnaround home against Maryland uh, a good Maryland team on Friday so uh, luckily you you get that game at Nebraska I I think Iowa can go there Tuesday night and get a nice win, get back to 500. Uh, because, yeah, this league is is not going to be uh, a cakewalk by any means, but hopefully this is one of those games. Nebraska is just not playing well at all right now. Uh, so that, that you think that's a road game in the Big Ten. You can go steal, get back to 2-2 two and two in the league, and uh, kind of see where we go from there. Yeah, I think gauntlet would be uh, a, an accurate term for this league this year. <laughs> this thing is going to be, I mean, you, 17 games left, and just – if you look, if you watch that game closely, closely today, that was two teams just laying it all out there, just max effort for 40 minutes. And that's kind of what this league is almost every year, but even more so this year. I think, you know, top to bottom, just a really, really tough league. We saw that last night. Wisconsin goes into Ohio State and gets a victory. Uh, I didn't see that coming at all the way Wisconsin was playing. You just can't take a night off. You take a night off in this league and you're going to get hammered. Penn State 89, Iowa 86. Rob, anything else you want to uh, hit, hit on here before we wrap this thing up? No, I think we covered it pretty well. Like you said, Andrew, not a, not a game for anybody to hang their heads over here, particularly the Hawkeyes themselves. I think they'll be kicking themselves of letting a road win kind of get away from them here, but nothing to be ashamed about. Played hard. Penn State just made the plays down the stretch. And I'll say, man, anytime Penn State wants to play at the Palestra for for their home game uh, in the home and home, I think uh, other than maybe they can wipe that floor a little better so I was not slipping around quite as much. But the the atmosphere there was cool to hear, uh, you know, the history with Fran McCaffrey and see those old pictures as uh, all of that kind of stuff. Hear from his old coach who said he's the toughest you know, Katie ever coached. All all of that part of it was was a lot of fun. The, The atmosphere of that game was phenomenal. Without question, yeah, and I've covered plenty of games at uh, the Bryce Jordan Center in Penn State. Penn State should play all their games at the Palestra, to be honest <laughs> with you, because the atmosphere at Bryce Jordan is just not good. It's uh, it's kind of like the Indiana. It's the basketball version of Indiana football, if that makes sense to people. Iowa Falls in a fun back and forth game with Penn State, eighty nine to eighty six. The final score for Rob Howe. I'm Andrew Downs. This has been the Instant Reaction Podcast. Check out all the uh, coverage and everything more at HawkeyeNation.com. And we'll talk to you next time. Go Hawks!